Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! There we go. Oh, yeah, you're suffering a little bit. Yeah. It's all right. The wet. spirit is there. <laughs> What's happening, y'all? Welcome to episode five of the official Magicians After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Woo! Remember, if you're on iTunes, download, rate, subscribe. Five stars if you're nasty. Just saying. On mm. YouTube, leave us one of those nifty thumbs up, one of those comments. We want to hear from you. We're here every Monday night talking about season one of The Magicians. My name's Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. And as always, joined by my fabulous panel of lovely and talented co-hosts. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Hello, my name is Carrie Lane, and you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. Hi, guys. I'm Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, M S E D R I N S N O W. You're damn right, you can. And you're you're picking up the Twitter game. You know, you're getting I'm there. Trying. <laughs> She's learning. I, you know, I was doing it a lot, and mm. then I'd go back and read it and be like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, this is all wrong. What if somebody thinks that joke means something else? <laughs> delete, 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 delete. So, Don't bother deleting yeah. it. It's on the internet forever. Forever. That's sure. I'm not Kanye West. <laughs> so No one's keeping records of those screens. Nobody's like screen capturing and being like, did you see when Adrian made that joke about gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, guys, let's talk episode five, mendings, major, and minor. What do we think of this episode, y'all? I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. We saw so much of the double lives between Quentin and his family and also Julia and the life she wishes she would lead and also the life that she's currently leading, clearly mm-hmm. putting all these different circumstances in front of her. So I thought this was a very good episode from beginning to end, actually. It's on my toes. Seen a lot of the yin and yang of magic yeah. mm-hmm. here. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it, uh, it was the best episode I've seen Overall, so far, okay, there were things that I had issues with. We will cover those, of course. Yeah, um, but overall, just like the production quality and the um, script quality, I thought was all there. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, Absolutely. I thought this one was a good. It was a mix of entertaining and very great character building and like expanding the universe for us. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what people can do because there's some things we saw that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And the acting, obviously. Of course. I, think, yes. I always think the acting's great, though. So. We're seeing Shout a lot out of to all stuff. the actors. We love you all. I know, right? <laughs> Including Arjun Gupta, who was here last week. Yeah. If y'all haven't checked out that episode, check Go out episode four. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's talk about Quentin. Let's talk about Quentin off, yeah. the, off the bat. You know, right. I feel like over the course of the first four episodes, he's been getting hammered with this message. Yeah. Like, don't fix stuff with magic. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think he's thrown his biggest curveball, and the first thing he goes to... How can I fix this with magic? You know, <laughs> you got to finally see Quentin's heart mm-hmm. this yeah. episode, and which was nice because up until this point, he's kind of been like a little standoffish, <laughs> a little douchey. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot douchey. The technical term. And, uh, and so getting to see him at the end of all of that to kind of like see like his vulnerable side, like mm-hmm. to, you know, not like the mask he puts up to cover it but right. who he really is was it was nice and I forgave some things about him because he's a complicated person like anyone else he's got yeah. layers yeah. he's an onion guys I like how he questioned like if we can't fix things with magic what's the point right. exactly. which is a good question if you have this all powerful ability but you can't fix real life problems what's yeah. the point you know right. we got existential today y'all yeah you know stuff. um but it's you know we we saw a little bit of his dad in mm-hmm. in his kind of in his hallucination mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. but I was wondering yeah. how much of that was real and how yeah. much wasn't. You know, well, mm-hmm. that helped me understand because when his dad appeared in the hallucination, I was like, "Why are you using this episode to introduce this character?" Right. And I don't know. I feel like I felt at the time that they could have used a different character. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing him come, seeing it now, I go, "Oh, okay, I understand. He was introduced." so that we would have an understanding of the relationship for this episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You can tell their relationship has been tarnished, and it's up until this point where the father is actually sick and going through something that's going to be a life changer for them both mm. that you really kind of see this vulnerability with Quentin and the fact that he even showed his father his magical powers at this point in time <clears> kind <throat> of shocked mm-hmm. me, especially because they're all warned not to do so. So right. because this is a life or death matter, I feel like Quentin just went out of the bounds and just kind of did what he did to show his dad what he is into as an adult and that he's not this ultimate failure that he's perceived to be. Right. Yeah. My morbid reply to when he made the airplane in my head was, well, if he's going to die soon anyways, yeah. it's not like he's going to be around that long to tell anybody. Right. But. I mean, that may have been their logic. I think, in I, took it, I, think I took it in a little bit less dark <laughs> of a yeah. fashion. Because I think that was, I think it was obviously his his take on, on, um, on Henry's you know, he said that we can't fix everything. We can't, we, yeah. you know, you can't fix a glioblastoma with but magic. You can mm-hmm. But you can fix, you know, yeah. you can fix the, the relationship. Yeah, you can fix yeah, the plane. It's such a beautiful oh. I, I 100% cheered up with that. I mean, sure. that was a lot more sweet and tender than cancer puppy. Oh, oh. let's talk about cancer puppy. <laughs> That's oh. a soft spot for us all, clearly. <laughs> we all wanted to take that dog the home. The tiniest, We're like, most juice. adorable <laughs> cancer stricken. The baby voices came out. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fluffy. Even my baby voice. <laughs> Even Adrian it's did. It's deep down. <laughs> it's deep down. How did you record today? But with, I just... You know, we knew Cancer Puppy was gonna was gonna be of a goner. Course. We knew it's, it. Yeah, there was the foreshadowing. Yeah, so right. There was a kind of like bittersweetness to it because it was for me hilarious because I just said, "Oh, I hope they don't kill Cancer Puppy," <laughs> and the following line was, 
you killed a cancer puppy. <laughs> you called it. You were just like, hey, this is gonna the, happen. The tiniest 150 year old cancer stricken puppy. Right? <laughs> riddled with all disease. I know. Totally happy, living his life, riddled with disease <laughs> until yeah. it comes along. But I understand. But you got to think, how, how good must that life have been? Because yeah. Elliot says it keeps him a puppy, but he's still got every disease that a 150 year old dog would have. Yeah. And how yeah. much is that in dog years? And I, I love that. that. And a very guys. confused yeah. vet. Yeah. I love yeah. that line, a very confused veterinarian. <laughs> I know there, that was interesting because I felt like it was foreshadowing, especially when it said sometimes fixing it only makes it worse. And then right. the very next scene is Quentin going in, "We need to fix it." Right. So yeah. clearly that was you know going to have something bad happen. But then it also reminded me that it was a parallel to his father. Mm. You know, if he can't cure a cancer puppy, then it's not looking good for his own dad. And right. also with the things that were mentioned about the dean, why he didn't fix his eyes, why he didn't fix his hands, and how mm. there are kind of limits and boundaries to what magic can help with. Well, the dean did say, he brought up a really good point. He said, you know, I could fix my eyes, but I thought my hands would be more useful. Right, exactly. Because there is that kind of, like, what they touch on is that there is a price for all magic. Mm -hmm. And and the uh, the woman who was, was that his mentor that that was introduced this episode? I don't think she was assigned to her, but he was talking to her. Um, The doctor? The the doctor, the lady with the glasses. Oh, oh, oh. Who gave him the articles. Okay, oh, right, right, right. Um, I don't think he was assigned to her. I think he just, since he had talked to her earlier, he's like, hey, I wasn't sure. If, and, if that was the thing. Mm. And then also with the Dean, there was that line of, like, you the magic can change their soul. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is like, right. We were saying we're all pet cemetery. Don't yeah. touch it. Don't you touch don't it. You don't want to go there. You don't, you don't want to Just be ahead. And also, just to touch on Alice's brother, like, mm-hmm. that's what I thought all of yeah. magic mm-hmm. changed who he was, mm-hmm. even if that was really even him. But, you yeah. know, it did, like, yeah. overwhelm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a good point. And, I was, and speaking of Charlie, I was surprised because do we think that they kind of put a bow on that? And no. not to revisit, no. Oh, I think because it's we got back. delayed, Bo. Oh, I see, I see. Because we got mm. Alice kind of accepting. Look, I realized my brother's been dead for five mm. years, so she kind of forgives Quentin for putting him in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed but like no. they were bonding over that whole moment. Sure. Now that you know she lost a brother, and now that he's actually may lose his father, right, I felt right. like that is what is going to bring these two together. Back hopefully, together, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. not feeling it. I, I think. Uh, I don't know if maybe they touched on it, but isn't mm. Alice's brother Charlie? He would have been a part of that third year. Yeah, I think so. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that true? That may have been the be class wrong. of 2013, as mm-hmm. we saw in the maybe article. Maybe not. That'd only be three years. Right, like right, right, right. But, but well, actually, it could be. Yeah, that would still work they, out. If, and then they're if pretty it was close. five years ago. Then yeah, he would be a part. Mm. If he disappeared five years and he was a first year, and then right. two years later, then right? Because it was just, yeah, it was just the class of 2013 that was the class of 2013. So I think that. And them dropping that today mm. is kind of like leading up to there being a particular thing with that class. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect opportunity to segue into a little what we see of Penny. Mm-hmm. You know, we see Penny. We see him gain a mentor mm-hmm. in Stanley, mm-hmm. played by MC Ganey, who's one of my favorite character actors. Everywhere. And, he was uh, great. He, yeah, so he kind of, he's there to sort of, you know, temper his his traveling. You know, he tells Penny that there hasn't been a traveler at Break Bills in, in 35 years, mm-hmm. which we see may or may not be entirely truthful. 
But you know, he warns them that this this sort of traveling can really mess you up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a wet dream and transport yourself in the Marianas Trench. You know, Stanley himself lost a leg uh, transporting himself up to the top Mount of Mount Everest. Everest mm-hmm. Frostbite. Being helped by a very confused Sherpa. Why would yeah. you ever think of Mount Everest? Like, come on now. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Could it could be a dream, though. Unless like you he said. Oh, he's dreaming. Interesting. He, well, you didn't say that, but, like, that could have been... Could have been. the dream? Well, been. I mean... Well, yeah. Penny did jump into... Mm. Um, Quentin's head. Oh right, mm-hmm. right, right. So, so it's yeah, it's a it's a sticky situation. But Stanley <laughs> Stanley's warning him to oh come on. <laughs> Stanley's warning him to get this 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 tattoo, this anchor tattoo, to literally anchor him to the mm-hmm. to the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you know? don't limit your powers. Right? No, not There's this so soon. I don't think Penny's gonna do it. No, I just feel no like way. he's gonna hold off. He's gonna play and see the limits. Well, first. and as we saw, we saw oh, Katie yeah. kind of like. She's been such a bad influence. She's like, yeah. come on. What are you going <laughs> to... She's going to a little thief. and relax. Yeah. All you know? of that is leading to something. Katie with Marina, then yeah. the Beast showing mm-hmm. interest in Penny. And right. It all has to add up to something because mm-hmm. it's just like too convenient. Absolutely. Not Very tangled mm-hmm. web. Very tangled web. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of the Beast, we saw Penny travel later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. We see him transport himself to this dungeon mm-hmm. where Victoria is chained up. And of course, we see the moths. Yeah. Of course, we see, we yeah. know that that's the mark of the, or the mark of this beast yep. anyway. Mark of the beast. Uh, <laughs> um, now we we know that Victoria is part of the missing class. Mm-hmm. We know that she's she's one of those you know that vanished mm-hmm. class twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Do we think that the beast had something to do with yeah. that? Vanishing? Oh yeah, yeah. From she's from in chains. <laughs> jump. Right. When the first time when they first mentioned those two little kids are walking like that's class thirty class. <laughs> Uh, and then the beast was introduced. So I was like, "Oh, he totally has something to do with this. Oh, yeah. Like he did something to that class." And right. then the whole idea of of Fillory and the discovery of Penny being able to travel into mm. Fillory, which um, yeah, by way of that yeah. that crest, kind of. So that's another thing that I was kind of thinking. Well, then I think the beast is connected to that. And mm. Jean Chatwin also kind of talking about the beast and the beast coming for you and stay off the the, the garden path. The, the garden path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having Penny do that and then then having Penny tell Quentin about it so that he could connect it to Fillory is all a big setup to to a showdown. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the fact that the beast could see Penny. Yeah. He's yeah, an astral projection, but the beast mm-hmm. is like, enter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, run! Busted. <laughs> Get out of there! Also kind of touched on, like, Penny having, even if he doesn't know it, this connection to the beast. And so... True. Right, right. Yeah. I also kind of felt like maybe that might have been a trap for Penny so that the beast yeah. could see I him see. and kind of get an idea of like does he have what this power yet? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Now what was it that the beast was saying to, to Victoria? Why did he have why did he have he a wanted information. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm feeling but like this class has. Right, like yeah. knowledge right. is power and the beast wants something so that they the clearly have. So maybe the beast is trying to learn how to travel himself. I don't think he can but no? he, what I did notice like um, because he had her chained up mm. <laughs> Um, but because she had the tattoo, right, she could not leave. So Ooh, that is the moment where the tattoo worked against her. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, so maybe that Penny's gives like, Penny. about that. Yeah. Ma, I'm going to cancel that appointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She could be a, 
abused in the way that she he, he can use her to astral project to get information for him. Sure. Mm. Uh, and she'd be stuck there forever. It's just right. something I thought of. I was mm. like, oh, well, that tattoo can work against you, too. You know? In the wrong hands. question is, if you get it removed, would it still have binding powers, or can you remove it? Absolutely. It's got to be a it's magical probably like a magical It's probably magic. So yeah. Enchanted Dick. lasers, yeah, guys. Make sure you make it a the... magic eraser. There you go, Jimbo. Yeah. So you know, you know. Um, now you know we're we're talking about about Quentin. We're talking about Penny. We're talking about the major characters. Let's talk a little bit about Margot and Elliot. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit of a subplot with them kind of courting Alice's aunt Genji mm-hmm. and and trying mm-hmm. to trying to Failing gain her miserably, trying to gain her as a mentor. Yeah, it's ironic. They are trying so hard to be the me- be be mentored, and that makes her not want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, desperation just puts desperation them off. puts off everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody said that. Oh. To get what you want is to be miserable. so miserable oh, yeah. you don't want them anymore. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Margo says to Quentin, Margo right? Margo said it to mm-hmm. Quentin. Right, right, right. So it was kind of funny to see them like be so desperate for this thing. Mm. And then also, you know, they haven't necessarily treated Alice and the best. No, I mean, and of, helped of course now they're trying to but... butter her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they were mocking her mentor originally. Sure, yeah. so sure. It's yeah. funny that now that they need somebody to help them and take pride in their yep. journey, they're like, oh, you're so sweet. How can I help you? Let me be here. <laughs> right. Those two are two peas in a pod, so I wouldn't be surprised even if the same mentor took interest in them both. Sure. And oh. in, in that conversation, we see Margot mm-hmm. kind of explain to Quentin that this magic works on on sadness and anger mm-hmm. and all these awful negative emotions. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the bake-off item thing moment. That was oh. so funny, too. <laughs> yeah. Elliot, Margaret's like, well, I think she'll like your cupcakes. Yeah. And then right. she the brought lady in wasn't her, like, eating the cupcakes, though, in the stand. <laughs> she busts out the oh, double-charmed sake. She, she was eating them. She busts out the, do- the double-charmed sake. Oh, and he's like, "This it's war. Right. <laughs> Elliot gets the best that. one-liner. She yeah. says, this is war, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Love it. See, love new it. t-shirt, hot topic. You know? Have the cupcake. <laughs> it's war, bitch. That's exactly And love wins with the books. And love it. Yes. Love it. I wanted to touch on the... the. Before we get to Julia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. I'm, I'm uh, holding saving the best for last. Yeah, I'm saving it up. The mentors tournament, yeah, like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. overall, so cool. I was so excited to see right. Quentin. Is it what is it called? Is it, is it Walters? That's what it's called. The, the, game, the game Walters. Oh, Walters. I thought it was Mentors. I couldn't understand it. Winders, Mentors, Welders, <laughs> the tournament. Let's just say some sort of chess. There's a magic it's tournament. magical chess, guys. Let's yes. call it that. It was. Their version of Quidditch. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought that when they walked Very in, I was like, it's Quidditch. And they had their, okay, their uniforms, and I was like, Quidditch. cute uniforms. <laughs> right. um, but finally seeing seeing Quentin do like full on magic, yeah. and really seeing like him access his power because there's been this whole discussion of like, what can Quentin do? Right, what is right, he right. Yeah. And. Uh, Watching Alice come in as well and like Hermione it up and like <laughs> save him from himself, right, right. save Harry from himself. Um, <laughs> was I was just like, oh, finally! Like I really have been waiting for this moment where we can finally see him access it, sure, and understand like that. Yes, to access that power, you kind of have to go to the dark side. Mm-hmm. The dean was smiling when that was happening. Yeah, yeah. he, he was right. not Scared freaking everybody. out. He, he just knows. sat down. He, he was knows. like. Mm. And they won automatically. Yep. Like right. that magic was so powerful. That was the black. And I was, I was trying to get the 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 rules of the game, like just from yeah. just from what they showed. Because I'm like that black square. That means you gotta 
seriously yeah. f stuff up mm-hmm. to get to, to get the win. Well, yeah, because uh, he rolled that, and then everyone's like, Ooh. everyone's like, oh, yeah. no. that's the only reason Ooh. I could tell. I was like, I don't know how this game. They're all freaking out <laughs> right. right now. So um, it's interesting. He opened up the sky, so I feel like he can like harness energy and convert it somewhere. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. yeah, when he was practicing that spell earlier in the episode, I was mm-hmm. wondering, I'm like, is this? Dude, creating miniature black holes. Yeah, like it looks like mm-hmm. the entrance to another vortex or something. <laughs> you know? yeah. But it was interesting that his powers didn't seem to work when he was emotionally affected by his dad. Right. So in the initial well, scene focused. when he's right. reaching for that ball, yeah. Margot Margo so delicately told him to get his head out of his twat. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but Alice nicely handed him the yeah. pawn, and you know, right. off he went. So yeah. I feel like that's interesting because that may be foreshadowing that if something is bothering him, he's not going to be able to step up to the plate. Right. Yeah. So that right. we can't come back. Sure. It's, it's any, like, extreme sport or something if you're not. It's to get your head in the game. Yeah. yeah. Like, focus. Right. Yeah, well, some have to do it. You want to play the game? Yeah, you got to learn know. how to do it. Get into yeah, it. Yeah, you got to take that. I think him s- switching from, like, being in a daze about it mm-hmm. and focusing focusing it because he need he needed that power also mm-hmm. to yeah. save his dad. That's sure. what he's probably thinking as well. And right. Just sure. Yeah, because yeah. it's going to take. Yeah, he, they they had mentioned how much energy mm-hmm. it would expend mm-hmm. to try and to I try think and he's fix still going to try. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Now let's get to it, guys. Let's talk about this triangle oh, between Julia, James, and Pete. Adrian, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> let's know. start. Let's start. As the growl begins. Um. There's a part of me that dies a little on the inside when I see a woman trade her body for things on TV. Mm. Like, especially from the setup of how they first met and the allusions to it being uh, beginnings of a rape. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. So you have five episodes later for Julia to and to trade her body to Pete to get what she wanted. Mm. To have her be stripped down completely while he's still fully clothed. Mm -hmm. Um... I was like, ugh, magicians, you win in so many ways, and you you show maybe not the most powerful, but some, like, assertive women on your show through Margot, through Katie, uh, through Marina, Mm -hmm. but you are killing me with Julia. Right. And and Mm -hmm. that, like, put, like, just another nail in her coffin. Right. Um, I just want them to treat her character better. And I understand that, like, the Hedge Witches... Do do that. That they do, or what do they? What do they call them? Like uh, the, sell tricks for magic, sell, or sell something? tricks for magic. <gasps> right, right, right. I, I completely understand that. And, and we do see her kind of going down this path of basically yeah. like a desperate. She's drug like addict. a and, yeah, mm-hmm. totally a junkie. Mm-hmm. And we and we see that. And I wish they had at least developed that more. Right. And not have it had it been Pete. Right. Like uh, well, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's like you and said, yeah. the, the symbolism, whether it's intended or not, of her. Being nearly naked and him being fully clothed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and it's also yeah. like just an uncomfortable. Sorry, this is one of my activists is like no. Um, it's a, it's an uncomfortable power play of watching like a woman be reduced to a sexual object for right. a man, even if she is. And they tried to turn it. Well, she's playing him. That's not the case because she's still lost 
what right. she wanted, you know. Right. Yeah. He's, so, he's still got the leverage. He still has the leverage. Oh, yeah. and, and then some. So right. and that scene went I think that, that went on way farther than any of us were expecting. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And like there was no I of course how they met. And then also there was no time for them to develop a real chemistry that you're like, oh, may- maybe they actually really want to like bone each other, and it's like, right. no, no, she's just doing it for that. Yeah, and I understand they've never they've seen each other like a couple handful of times. Yeah, and that's I understand using like I hate having I hate that in society we do often women have to wield sexuality as a power. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I went to Vegas in December with some friends, and we all hated it, but we all knew like. We're girls. Gonna we just, get we're going to walk around, <laughs> and people are going to ask us, and we're going to put our name on every single list, and we're going to drink for free all night. And we hate it because it, we know that it's just bait. Like, we are bait to get men to come in to spend more money. Um, but that's, that's like, okay, well, I have to wield this power I have. I just would like it if images of women on television were more progressive in that they were making that step to be like, well, maybe she doesn't have to use that to get what she wants. Right. But well, I, with that said, I also understand like what they're building with the hedge witch. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. And and the thing is, he seemed totally into it. That why didn't he take his shirt off? At least he could have had his yeah. shirt off too. Mm-hmm. Like she did she hers, and then he could have done his, or she yeah. to have taken his off. That yeah. would have been more powerful if she took his shirt off. Yeah. Like, no, you're taking your clothes off too. Mm-hmm. If there were like more of a, you know, I always like it on equal opportunity. Scandal. <laughs> because well, scandal is written by. Well, actually, scandal I think is written by a man. I was already know how to get away. How to get away with murder is written mm-hmm. by men. Scandal is written by a woman. Um, there is, except with the exceptions of like when someone gets raped uh, on Scandal. They there is that moment of like power. So like Olivia Pope always has people going down on her. Mm. She always has people munching on her chocolate. Like, <laughs> I like to say. So, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Man. That's the one for That's this week. That's the hashtag um, for this episode, y'all. So, uh, <laughs> but th- there's an assert- assertion to that of like, this is a woman in control of her sexuality. Sure. It's not like she's being turned around and having her panties inked off. It is, no, you will give me what I want and in turn you will get that from me and then I will, you know. Oh, yeah. So, if it had been one of those situations where it was like, you take off your clothes, you do right by me, and then we, we can negotiate that. I could have understood that a little bit more. I still don't want it to be Pete, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was right. a whole long round. No, it's good. <laughs> I second that, yeah. that yeah. Pete didn't even hold up his end of the bargain because then he ultimately erases James' memory. Well, he, he, no, he, he did hold up his end of the bargain. He, he gave just her location. I get He yeah. wants to protect. Yeah, let's, It's like yeah. doing a deal with the devil to well, me. Yeah, you'll yeah. get your deal of the bargain, but it comes with strings well, attached. Well, hang on. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Sorry, in, Pete. In Pete's defense, mm-hmm. he sold out Julia to Marina because he wanted to protect her. Because, he wanted to protect Well, he wanted James. to protect James. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Because he said that no. she's getting out of control with this yeah. magic. Mm-hmm. He that knew, is true. He knew that she was about to tell James that wasn't going to mean good things for either of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he's trying to he's trying to help things from going too, too far south. Kind of like an ulterior motive. And just to be more feminist about it, mm-hmm. it wasn't to protect her. It was to protect a man. Interesting. And also sure. just uh, mm-hmm. the whole idea that she did kind of still get undersold because she asked for yes. a very specific thing. It's like, okay, I will sleep with you and I want this Porsche and you give me a dune buggy. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, the car, but... I wanted a Porsche. Uh-huh. And yeah. so, 
it, it, there is that with it as well. It's like, okay, well, I will give you this power, mm-hmm. basically giving you my my power, right. and you screw me over. Right. Well, her main problem is she's going after everything so desperately and so needy mm-hmm. that she can't think straight. Like, if you want, like, if you have a goal mm-hmm. and you go after your goal and mm-hmm. you have a plan, mm-hmm. she can get stuff done, but she's just like, no, I need this thing, I need this no, thing, no, it's no, freaking no. out. Right. Right. Yeah, now, now, now. Like, mm-hmm. girl, no. calm down, <laughs> plan ahead, because all these shitty things are happening because you're right. freaking out. Yeah. I get it. And she's I powerful. Bet. I'm but feeling like she could go back it. to break bills eventually. Like, if she did her, if, if she, she played her cards right, she'd she have to I feel like she might be too impulsive. Yeah. I, I think Now it's looking like it. I don't think the impulsive part's the issue because uh. Quentin is just as impulsive. Like, they, they have similar traits in that way. But I think it's more of... Lack of control, maybe. Um... Because, yeah, she, she was the one that damn near put Quentin in a coma. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't have done that to her. Well, no. I, I think that has more to do with, like, like Star Wars. Like, if you're, a, if you are in Jedi training, mm. um, do they, sometimes they don't, I don't know, I don't know Star Wars that well, so I'm just, like, talking out of my butt. Oh, but, right. like, <laughs> it's kind of, oh, oh I can't spoil well, you should have seen it by now. So, spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler alert, Plug guys. Ears, Jump forward like 30, eyes. maybe 45 seconds. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So. Get it. When Kylo Ren uh-huh. is seduced into the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, it's it's like that. It's like, it was probably always there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was, it did come from his whole idea of being so impulsive and needing so much. And... And, and he's a whiny ass bitch. He's that too. <laughs> but you know, also being um, considered like the chosen one to to to, to follow in Luke's path, mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. the child of of Han and, and Princess Leia. There's a full on spoiler. Um, that was the whole thing of like he comes out of good people, but he's he's he can be evil. And I feel like that's what they're kind of doing with Julia. I see. Mm. She's she didn't get. Out of break, she wasn't rejected from break bells because she's not powerful because she doesn't have potential, mm. but it's because she does have this darkness because sure. she would trap Quentin in mm-hmm. this world impulsively and out of anger and then mm-hmm. you know go too far with it. Right. So I, I totally think it's more agree. that I totally yeah. agree. I read an uh, interview with Entertainment Weekly with Stella who plays Julia, mm-hmm. and she mentioned on the whole uh, circumstance of last week where she potentially almost kills Quentin, you know, internally and externally. But she said, I don't think she went in there, this is Julia, with any intention of severely harming him. She loves him, Quentin. That friendship runs so deep. I don't think Julia grasps how heavy everything is until she's in it, which is why I love her. And I think why people will love her. Mm. There's this sort of beautiful naivete and unawareness. So I feel like that's kind of her crux. This entire Mm. series is going to be her whole impulsiveness and how she needs, needs, needs. But if she went about it the right way, then she could probably get the results she yeah. really wanted. Right. And then furthermore, Sarah Gamble, the executive producer, commented, every time you think something is great or everything is great, be prepared to be completely just shattered. Right. That's so. just life. Now, what, yeah. do we, what do we think about her insistence that she loves her boyfriend, yet she's still willing to you know, I think she does do, love do her boyfriend, but she, yeah, she's obsessed with her career. She's, it's like drugs. She'll uh-huh. do anything to get her drugs. And mm-hmm. that's also, I will say, the one thing I did agree with. Mm. I was like, you know, I don't like this at all, but I do like you showing a woman 
who can sleep with a man and have it mean nothing and go back to her husband because you don't often a lot of people don't think women can do that that they can be it's like it's usually well, the this flip. is just uh-huh. a sexual situation um but it was also still under the context of like she's being she's you know it's it's an right. uncomfortable situation it really uh, to me it's it, not like up in the air it doesn't seem like she's been into into James since maybe episode 2 I feel like her, she's fallen so in love with I magic. It's so routine. Mm-hmm. Like, right, exactly. Is, uh, she's on autopilot in her right, relationship. Right, right, And it's yes, like, yeah, honey. she knows, she knows yeah. how to, you know, make him think that everything's fine. She yeah. knows how to tell him what he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. She yep. knows that if she bakes, he'll think that she's totally fine. And then she'll go and bang Pete. Yeah. For right. spells. Well, James is slightly underwritten and uh, underdeveloped. Sure, sure. Um, and so, sorry, writers, mm. I keep it real. But, um, so well, he's kind of gone now. It's yeah. Now. I don't, as we, I don't as we think know, they yeah. meant to develop him into much. He might come back right. later, but they weren't really selling that relationship to begin with. Right. And then like right, her being right. like happy homemaker. Didn't I just say last week that I or the week before, if I had the power, I'd be like, why don't you cook and clean? Right, <laughs> right, right. I would be using her for that. Absolutely, like, you do the work. And so, but now, of course, now that she's kind of lost mm-hmm. James as she knew him, now she's. You know the the heat between her and Pete is is ratcheted up. You know mm-hmm. she thinks that that's some sort of kind of revenge ploy. Yeah, by him. and it comes off that way. I mean, it's, it's not she's not an right, right, yeah. right, right. But so, what do we think? Do we think we're going to see more of James? Are we going to see maybe that spell get reversed? Are we no. going to see her trying to mm-hmm, try to chase him? Maybe convince him who she is. I think. No. She's in too deep, she, I think, at this point. Yeah. Mm. And gonna go to that desert tribe. Kudos on that mm. that she's not gonna chase after James. She's mm-hmm. gonna be like, you know Turning tricks for magic, just keep it moving. I gotta I gotta get what I need. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who's against turning tricks. Secret Diary of a Call Girl was amazing, it's based on a true story. That's one that woman got herself through med school. Mm-hmm. Turning tricks. Mm-hmm. So if it's in a healthy way and for healthy reasons, <laughs> and it's legal, and you're in London because it's legal there, like, then do it. But no, don't 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 do it like how she's doing. Right. I was gonna say the healthy part might yeah. be aggressive. That, that's the thing. The healthy yeah. way. That, this is my choice, my power, not sure. uh, not the other way. Sure. All right, I'm done. Well, it's time, <laughs> y'all. It's time for my favorite part of the show. Let's get Woo. into some predictions, Jimbo. Woo. <laughs> I don't know. I always want to be like this. Love it. <laughs> That's the sound effect for that. I'm always so excited about getting into this, and then I remember you are we, so excited. we have to actually make predictions. Yes, <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm just so nervous now for all the things uh, I just said in Twitter. Anyways, uh, so who wants to start? That's fine. Uh, we start. Sure. Okay, uh, I got start. some. Uh, I don't know, but high hopes. Maybe Julia goes to that desert tribe group sure. that he talked about. Because, the Molly Desert? Um, their object She magic. might learn something mm. and learn to calm down. <laughs> um, Pump those brakes, Yes. Uh, I feel there's going to be more developed with Penny, Alice, and Quentin and the, the traveling and seeing the beast. They're mm-hmm. going to figure out who this girl is more mm-hmm. and maybe figure out a way to help her. Mm-hmm. Not sure how, but somehow. And... Um, Maybe Elliot and Margo we brought in to help because they've they've been on the outskirts of helping at mm-hmm. times. Sure. So maybe it'd be nice to have them actually like part of the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's it. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Samantha. Oh boy. Okay, I'm thinking the dean's going to stay involved with Alice's 
magical abilities. Mm -hmm. I just saw that he showed an interest in her Mm -hmm. originally in this episode. Mm So I'm thinking she's going to be able to harness some type of power that will either A, stop the beast, or B, get back her brother Charlie. Mm -hmm. Maybe something to do with the missing third-year class. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that may come up in the next few episodes. Mm -hmm. And I really feel also that Penny is not going to get the tattoo, and Mm -mm. things are going to get a little crazy. He's Mm going to end up where he shouldn't be, and somebody else is going to need to utilize a power that is maybe unsafe or unheard of Mm -hmm. to help him out of that situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think there's something to to the whole idea of like why the third year, that third year class went missing, and mm-hmm. that they also happen to have a traveler in the group, mm-hmm. and how there's this this kind of like idea of like from the first episode of like needing four elements, people who represent four elements, uh, which may also be why Elliot and Marco aren't really a part of that, but mm-hmm. it's kind of being set up in a way now I think where those the elements that they need are falling into place mm. um, which is why the dean really wanted penny mm-hmm. alice mm-hmm. and quentin and so you're you're kind of seeing that develop and going into that um and katie not so so much but like just seeing that kind of come to fruition is nice and mm-hmm. i'm curious to see how they're going to build that into the face off with the beast in Hillary. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm still not... Is that a prediction? uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a prediction. Chalk it up. Um, I'm thinking that we... I still don't know about Katie. I still don't know about her role. I know. I was hoping she was going to go good and now I don't know anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I'm confused about her role. You know? Because I think... I would like a little bit more of of her story. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. Yes. Do we think she might maybe turn on the break bills? And Penny, she's dating Penny. That's what I'm thinking, you know? think she's going to turn on them. No? I think, I think, no. Also, coming up, Ooh. they're going to have to give us her story so we have a better yes. understanding. Sure, sure, She sure. might do it unmistakably, like not mm. knowing she yeah, interesting. There we messed go. it up. There we go, yeah. yeah. I feel that. Like, she would get in a dangerous situation and mess it up on accident. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I can see that. My other prediction is I think we're going to see, I talked about this a little last week, I think we're going to see Pete versus Marina come to a head mm-hmm. and maybe see Pete kind of get sacrificed in... In the long run. Oh, yeah. Marina would kill him in a heartbeat. Oh, yes, she will. You know? She didn't even think about it. So, but how that comes about, when that comes about, who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but. like once upon a time when she sacrifices her father's heart. <laughs> sure. I, I think that needed a quick little TV. spoiler alert there, too. <laughs> no. Retroactive That was like, that was like five years guys. ago. That was five true. years ago. You don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked the show once. I just did not get far. Once upon a time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I skip. Yeah. Well, y'all, the other magic show, The Magician. (laughs) These three will be back next week. I sadly will not, but I'll be right back here the very next week. So make sure to tune in. Talk about episode six. Episode six? Episode six Mm -hmm. of The Magicians. (laughs) For now, y'all, where can they find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Samantha underscore Benitez. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane, and it's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And as always, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. So there's various other uh, after shows, Monday Night Raw, Pitch Slap, Second Chance, Lucha Underground, all that good stuff. Guys, we love you. Make sure to tweet us, rate, download, comment, subscribe. Five stars. Just, just, just saying, just saying. Thumbs up on I YouTube. Mean, no Woo-hoo. pressure, no pressure, but you know, five stars. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but guys, we love doing this. We'll see you. Same bad time, same bad channel next week. Until then, peace.
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.